Hi, welcome to the Weekly Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Will Jones, and today we'll be diving into one of the many facets of life that makes Oxford so special, the food. I'll be joined by DM writer Griffin Ray to break down the very best restaurants and secret spots here in Oxford, whether you enjoy fine dining or just want to kick back and have a casual meal with friends. There are so many options to explore, and I hope you stick around to hear all about them. I'm delighted to be joined by contributing DM writer Griffin Ray. Griffin, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Will? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Now, in addition to your writing here about sports at the DM, you've contributed a number of pieces about food as well, which is our topic for today. Can you tell me a little bit about some of those pieces and more generally why the culinary world interests you? Sure. So for the most part, it's been more like the people behind the food thus far. Like I had a profile piece that initially got me into writing here with the DM, you know. The Drew Jones. Yes, the Drew Jones piece. is He's a um, a culinary-ish chef here. He teaches some like food labs. He does like classes about management and like more food science things. They're wanting to get more culinary. Yeah, he is a really cool guy. Nice guy to talk to. Really good insight on food. And my mom's always tried to teach us stuff. She was in the culinary school in Chicago and taught at Viking for a while. Mm-hmm. So I've always liked food and writing about it and aiming to do another one this year with a chef in my fraternity actually who has his own band who he's a singer songwriter talk about you know the both sides of that but he's a very good chef so that's that's exciting i look forward to that and I, i've seen your mom's uh, cookbooks too they're very yeah she's coming very out elaborate. With the second one pretty recently actually she's oh, wow. um she picked out the name i cannot remember it for the life of me she told me once like two weeks ago but I have a couple recipes in there, mostly modified from previously made ones. That's awesome. But yeah, looking forward to that. So today I've called you for a very important task. Um, Thankfully, I'm not going to make you rank any of these, but we're going to try and collate a sort of definitive list of the best places to eat in Oxford. Oxford itself is a very illustrious place for restaurants and dining. So, and these can all range throughout the city, range from various styles, ethnicities, they can be family owned or chains if there's a special chain you want to shout out. You know, these corporations need all the shout outs they can get. Um, breakfast, lunch, dinner, coffee places, uh, dessert, whatever you'd like. It's pretty, pretty open. Uh, but to pr- apply some structure, I'm going to break it down essentially by price or style. So I'm going to start with more of some of the casual style fast food type restaurants or cafes. What would be some of the ones at the top of your list? I know we were just talking about a coffee places too maybe we can start there so across from the walk-ons right off of university avenue there is this little yellow food truck called cafecitos and my boy pablo is the owner there and they make some great coffee it's a nice little community i mean he knows everyone you'll go up there and you'll hear him talking to these people like he's their best friend he knows their order I mean, same with me i mean he knows my order every time he remembers stuff that i told him about a random class or Things like that. I mean, great guy, even better coffee. Some of the best coffee I've ever had, and I'm not really that big of a coffee guy. So really good stuff over there. Another good coffee place is on Old Taylor. There's a place called High Point Coffee. Mm -hmm. Discovered that recently, thanks to my brother Aiden. And they also have very good coffee, and their breakfast is really good. Like they have these breakfast sandwiches, and like their muffins are very good. So I would really recommend that if you're wanting to get a little pick-me-up, some coffee, and decently priced sandwiches. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good to me. I'm already 
getting hungry just talking about it. Uh, Heartbreak Coffee, of course, on the square is another great place. I've been there with uh, your brother Aiden uh, plenty of times. And then moving more toward like restaurants or like lunch dinner type, certainly chicken, something like Chicken on a Stick is a very yeah. iconic, iconic Oxford location. Sure. Uh, I haven't been in a while. I need to, yeah, need to go I've, back. Past three times I've gone, they've been out. And to be fair, it was about one in the morning. So <laughs> that'll happen. That'll happen. Sadly, the restaurant that I've probably frequented the most in the past year, and it's only been open about a year, is Waffle House. Um, <laughs> uh, um, by the Oxford Commons. I, 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 don't, I don't know why. We just always end up at Waffle yeah. House. So can't go wrong there in my mind. Waffle House is solid. I have a nice little memory of band camp from mm-hmm. Waffle House's post first full day of band camp. Me and a couple of my friends at the Waffle House and... My uh, freshman year roommate, Coda, sat to my right, and he got, I just got a little waffle, I wasn't that hungry, but he got this like breakfast bowl that had grits right. in it, and like egg and sausage on top, and I love getting a reaction out of him, so I just grab his fork, get over it, just take a big bite of his breakfast, and he just stares at me with the most distraught look on his face. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe I'll avoid going uh, to dinner <laughs> with you next time. Also, like, uh, there are other places, too, just exploring, like, different types of food. Uh, like, something like Obie's is always, like, reliable. Uh, they sort of, I guess they specialize in, like... Like, like chicken, kind of Cajun-type food. Yeah. you got the red beans and rice there. They have, I think they have etouffee. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, crawfish etouffee. And they have, like I said, the red beans and rice is pretty good. I mean, nothing wrong with going with their just chicken tenders or, like, slabs. You could really call those right. tenders. But good sandwiches good menu items and it's technically a chain so that fits pretty well not that pricey mm-hmm. and it's a little like home style feeling kind of kind of restaurant yeah and there's also uh in talking about local restaurants too there are a lot of uh good burger places i found that have opened up uh oxford burger company of course bim bam burgers uh on jackson avenue i just went there the other day just always a good good reliable casual meal my personal favorite burger place here is handy andy mm-hmm. because i mean it's just my go-to descriptor is five guys, but cheaper, and there local. You go. It's you got the smash burgers. Sorry, five guys. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, y'all just too expensive. But they have good tater tots, which is different from five guys. So you know, got some variety there. I've heard their barbecue is pretty good. I've only had their burgers, so I can't really vouch for that. But they do have very good burgers. Yeah, and on the topic of like. Greasy food, I guess. Uh, I, I have to shout out, not to bring up another chain, uh, but I have to shout out Cookout. The Cookout at Oxford is pretty iconic. Um, Clay, our ANC editor, would be upset if I did not bring up Cookout. So It's a classic. Always, if you yeah. ever need that pick-me-up, you got the cheese bites. You got their milkshakes, if you can call them milkshakes. It's more ice cream. Very solid stuff there for a very good price. And let's move on now. Beyond a casual dining but before fine dining, like the sort of in-between, something nice, luxurious even, but maybe on a budget. What are some of the places that you would recommend for an experience? So one of my favorite places, it's an Italian place on the square called Venice Kitchen. It's right next to McEwen's, which is also very good, but it's a little pricier. But Venice Kitchen is really solid Italian place. It has good prices. I mean, best chicken parm I've had since my mom's. A solid price. Lunch price is better. They have really good uh, deals throughout the week, like Mondays, half-price beer with pizza, or like half-off all appetizers, or just various deals like that for, you know, the over 21 people out there for some of them, but so that's one of my go-to Italian places. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I don't know if I've ever been to Venice Kitchen. Yeah. I need to I need to correct that. 
another Italian place is Amore as well. Um, it's very good. Oh, the square really is like a good, like we said, that's sort of in between of like you want to go out with friends, you want to have a nice meal, but you know, you're not breaking the bank. I think stuff like Ajax as well for a good, like sort of Southern home cooked style meal. Yeah, it, it really does have that home cooked meal kind of vibe to it. You know, Southern food, it's all really solid stuff. I mean, I really like their country fried steak, but. I'm not a big fan of brown gravy, so I get the white gravy with it, which is a big improvement I would recommend. And somewhere like that, and even South Depot Taco Shop, which are very good places that have been very different, but it, it's not as pricey as expensive, so you wouldn't feel as bad as going somewhere like Yaya's or Oxford Creamery after to get you something sweet. That's true, too. Yeah, that's a good shout-out. And also, uh, there are a lot of these places on the square, in addition to serving wonderful food as well, they'll have... Stuff like, like Proud Larry's has live music and there are always different things. Uh, like there's trivia at certain, I think, like yeah. Blind Pig. And yeah, stuff Blind like Pig that. has Monday trivia. Yeah. Some cool little activities there. So in addition to the food, there's always things like yeah. culturally to do and Always explore. something going on. And I mean, speaking of the cultural things going on with the Double Decker event that happens in March, I believe, mm-hmm. there's always just all the restaurants out there and their food trucks and their little stalls or little side places open next to the stage you know so it's always a good opportunity for them to get more business but i mean it's all the square so they're going to get a lot of business anyways but also one i guess a place we haven't you sort of touched on like south deep depot and like taco shop uh but getting more into like mexican food as well uh this el agave which is a go-to for my friends and i we go there a lot and then my personal favorite it is a little on the pricier side but it's good to go for lunch but Mm -hmm. If you can't go for lunch, uh, dinner is a little too expensive, so maybe shoot for your South Depot, your El Agave, places like that. But El Charo is very good. It's next to the Commons Theater and across the street from Waffle House. So shout out Waffle House. It has really good, I mean, it has some of the best queso I've had. Their chips are solid. I've gotten like four different menu items there, which is pretty big for me because in a Mexican restaurant, I usually find one thing and that's it. Mm-hmm. But Everything I've gotten, I've liked. Really solid stuff for a decent price at lunch. Yeah, another place too, and then we can move on to the more fine dining ones. Uh, I guess it's a chain as well. But Volta, uh, I really like because there isn't a lot of Greek um, or like European variety. Yeah. Um, and then there probably should be more. But yeah, that's a good place to for sure. have a unique meal yeah. that you wouldn't really find exactly. in many other places. And they have options for the Greek fanatics, they have ones for people who might not like it as much. I'm kind of in between with that because they have the beef and lamb euro, which is really good. It has the tzatziki in it. And, you know, they have the beef and lamb euro, which is really solid for the Greek lovers. And then the thing I usually get is the Philly cheesesteak euro, which is just Philly cheesesteak in a pita bread, you know? Yeah. Euro, their fries are really good. So all around really solid place. And another place that I just uh, remembered before we go to one of the nicer ones is this little local place called love shack which you may have heard of it it's don't know the road name but a little off jackson avenue towards the end where you would hit highway six there's a stoplight you turn right on and it's hidden back in a little corner behind a building and it's mostly italian food but it's one guy who runs this shack he makes these juices from scratch teas from scratch and every menu item every day so he'll have chicken parm or carbonara or spaghetti some kind of italian dish that's the only thing he's going to make that day and it's by order you make a call, he'll prepare it, you pick it up. His Instagram is the best way to 
find that out to look up Love Shack on Instagram and you can find when they run out of a certain thing for the day or whatever. And it's really solid. It's really good. Yeah, there are a lot of food truck options as well. Um, last year, a writer wrote, wrote a piece about El Calibre, which is a um, Mexican restaurant, popular food truck off of uh, Lamar. And just there are always little things to look out for. You, When people think of Oxford food, they may think of the square, and that's about it. And you even like the list you showed me, you designated by square, off the square. But there are just these little nooks and crannies around the city where great food is to be found. And so people shouldn't, you know, turn their nose up to things that aren't centrally located. There are, there are plenty of options to explore, plenty of people to support as well in local businesses. Love Shack could get a, should get a lot of love because, you know, no pun intended, but he is the guy that runs it. It is just him. Mm-hmm. He buys the stuff, he makes the stuff, prepares it, does the transactions, gives it to like, he He runs everything. He doesn't even have like a guy working the desk for him. It's all him. And he has... Really cool place in there. They have like articles of him and his shack in the of the past, and like clips of Ole Miss stuff, and really cool like homey place. And it feels like you're back in like the '70s or '60s with like yeah. jukebox and things like that. And yeah, that's a great call. I, I got to check that out. And so lastly, let's pull out the big guns, discuss discuss some of the fancier, more fine dining experiences you would recommend. Have you experienced any of them yourself? You talked about McEwen's. Mm -hmm. Is that a place you've been to? I have been to McEwen's. I had their fish and chips, which Mm -hmm. are very good. They don't use cod. They use a different fish, one that I am blanking on. But it's not one that you would really expect to be like the typical fish using fish and chips, but it was some of the best I've had. Their batter was phenomenal. And Bure is another big one. Mm -hmm. It's more of the cheaper side of the you know pricey restaurants and they have kind of also items for anyone like you can go get an appetizer or some kind of dip or something or a more high-end kind of meal or their steak sandwich is something that i really enjoy and it's not that pricey it's 14 15 without a side so it's not too terribly bad and have you have you partaken in like any of the like i've been to city grocery once um which is very good but on the pricier side, have you have you partaken in any of these other places? I have or? not had the pleasure to go there or Oxford Grill House, but you know, right. walking past them every time I'm going, You're tempted. To, I'm very tempted. <laughs> I'll be on my way to Yaya's to get me some frozen yogurt, and I see it, and it's just the just out of my reach, you know. You mentioned Yaya's as well. Uh, what are some of the just to put a button on the conversation real quick? What are some of the other dessert places as well? You mentioned Yaya's, Oxford Creamery. Are there any others that you would like to shout out? Um, I mean, the generic insomnia cookies. Sure. Very Crumble good. as well. Just yes. Open. Crumble. I have yet to go there. We even have one near where I live uh, in Ridgeland, Mississippi. They have one and I still haven't been there. But Insomniac is very good. Yeah, they have their ice cream is even solid, which you wouldn't really expect. I mean, Oxford Creamery is it's really good. Like it, It's fresh stuff. Mm-hmm. You could tell it's fresh. It's very different. Like they have Big Fat Greek Wedding is one of their flavors, which is like huh you know what i mean but it's like baklava yeah or just they have cool names and they have a good thing with it like they have a seasonal menu and one of my favorite items is the fall winter side of the menu and it's uh, a cosmic brownie which you know little debbie snacks i love cosmic yes me too they have a cosmic brownie ice cream flavor and it is so good and they definitely have some kind of like weird consistency with their ice cream because usually you know the consistency of ice cream it's well known but 
when you get your spoon and scoop up the ice cream and ice cream creamery, it kind of like stretches a bit. It has like a little cheese pull type vibe to it, which is off the rip kind of like, yeah, you know, like might be weird. I don't know if I like that. Then you try it. It's good. It's very good. It's life changing even. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's your go-to. That's your go-to dessert place, you'd yes, say? Yes, if they have Cosmic Brownie. And their other flavors are solid, but at that point, I think I'd rather go to Yaya's if they don't have my flavor there. And Yaya's has, I'm not even that big of a vanilla kind of guy, but they have very good vanilla frozen yogurt. And lastly, speaking of go-to places, if you were to pick one place in Oxford that you could only, you'd have to eat at for the rest of your life, we'll say, uh, it could be from any of the categories, any, any type, any style, what would that place be? What's your go-to? I know I'm putting you on the spot yeah, here. I mean, I know I'm going to get some love and some hate for this one, but I got to go with South Depot. All right. It's just, it's a better Chipotle. It's more fresh. And I've only had maybe one bad experience out of the countless times I've been. And there's a lot of variety. So South Depot. That sounds great. Well, Griffin, this was a lot of fun. I want to thank you for coming in today. Where can people find you and your work? Uh, you can find me on the Daily Mississippian website, Griffin Ray, somewhere on there, mostly sports. I have a couple of other things with, uh, you know, the food and like the arts and culture. I think I have one with them. Uh, Instagram is griffin.ray15, you know, see my Instagram posts from band, stuff like that. But yeah, looking forward to more in the future with the writing. Yeah, I look forward to reading those. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks once again to Griffin. For this week in Oxford, the Ole Miss Rebels will be traveling to face off against the Auburn Tigers. But here in town, there are a number of exciting events to look out for. Our friends at Ghostlight, the student theater organization, will be performing The Lightning Thief, a Percy Jackson musical, this weekend, October 20th through 22nd. Information on the performances and how to attend will be linked in today's show notes. And speaking of food, everything comes full circle with the Southern Foodways Alliance Fall Symposium happening this Friday and Saturday, October 20th and 21st. The group will serve five special meals and bites, as well as discuss the history of Southern cuisine. Must be 21 or older to attend. Lastly, Rebel Radio will be hosting an exciting night of local music on Monday, October 23rd at Proud Larry's. All are welcome. That'll do it for the Weekly Scoop. As always, follow us on social media to stay tuned for new episodes. And feel free to reach out and let us know what your favorite restaurants in Oxford are. Maybe we left something off the list? Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you. New episodes of the Weekly Scoop will be released every Wednesday during the University of Mississippi 2023-2024 through 2024 school year, with occasional bonus episodes on Mondays and Fridays wherever podcasts are found. This podcast is in association with The Daily Mississippian. Any feedback can be sent via email at dailymissmedia at gmail.com. Thank you.